you guys. Welcome to another episode of In the Highs, In the Lows. Sorry I've been out for a while. My computer was sassy and it decided it was all done recording things, which was very unfortunate. But I have a special guest today. I have Drake on the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? What's up? I'm Drake. Uh, I go to Westlake. I'm a rising senior and I like Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Westlake is one of the high schools in our area. Um, yeah. So we are talking about humility today. So what do you have prep for us? Um, when you came to me and you asked me what kind of topic I wanted to do, I was praying a lot and I felt like God led me to pick humility because I feel like, especially in my sports life, since I do sports for Westlake, um, track and field specifically, I feel like it's a sport that you really need to be humble in since it's mm-hmm. individual. And so I was skimming through the Bible and I was really thinking about Naaman's story in Second Kings, um, specifically Second Kings 5 uh, through 15. And it talks about how Naaman, this great hero, um, he was used to getting well-respected, but he had leprosy. And he wanted to be healed by leprosy. And he wasn't a Christian at the time, or he didn't follow the God of Israel at the time at all. And so he goes to the prophet Elisha in his area, and he asks him to be healed. And um, in the story, Naaman is told that um, he needs to wash in the Jordan seven times. We've heard the story quite a bit. And he was outraged when Elisha didn't even meet him at the door. The door was already closed when Naaman came by. And um, in order for you know Naaman to be free of leprosy, he had to humble himself like an ordinary person. And Naaman was not a very ordinary guy. And so he was expecting an unordinary way for him to be cured of leprosy. He was a hero and was respecting a hero's cure. And so I think that this story really speaks about how obedience with God begins with humility. And like we must believe that his ways and his plan is better than ours. Because you see, Naaman was really mad at Elisha when he was like, hey man, go wash in this dirty water seven mm-hmm. times. I'm not going to even come to the door. And Naaman's just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I was expecting angels and like saints to come at me, you know, bow at my feet to clean me. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that, but I'm sure that's what he was thinking at the time. Yeah, something heroic to go with his heroic yeah, nature. Yeah, exactly. And so, and we, you know, we may not always understand the way of his working, but um, by humbly obeying him, we will receive his blessings as shown mm-hmm. in Naaman's case. Yeah, I think that's really good. And you had a specific verse for us, right? Yeah, it was, it was like a set of verses. Um, I really focused on verse 12. Um, maybe I'll read that to you. And it says, there it is. Are not Abana and Farfar the rivers of Damascus better than any of the waters of Israel? Couldn't I have washed them in them and be cleaned? So he turned and went off in rage. And so Naaman left in rage because he thought it was too simple. Mm-hmm. You know, he had leprosy. He'd washed in a river a million times. Why is that going to change anything? Exactly. And so he was full of pride and selfish will. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes people react to God's offer of forgiveness in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, simply believing in Jesus isn't enough, but obeying his commands for us reveal his true nature and blessings. Mm-hmm. And so how Elisha um, told Naaman God's will and everything about how to wash in the river. And so I think that Naaman is similar in how and Naaman is similar in how he washed away his leprosy. Is mm-hmm. similar to how we wash away our sin. You yeah, know, we have to some, humbly accept God's mercy and to not let our reaction to the way of faith keep us from the cure that we need most. Yeah, yeah. Something that I think is really interesting is that he says um, in that verse, verse two twelve, not two five twelve. 
is uh, Banna and Farfar, the rivers of Damascus. The whole point is that Naaman is a great uh, commander of an army in Syria. And uh, Albana and Farfar, those rivers of Damascus, are in Syria. So it's interesting how he goes back and he says, these places from my hometown, there's... <clears throat> Excuse me. These places from my hometown are so much better than these places in Israel, yeah. and I think that really shows that like that can be such a great example for us because we'll look back at our sinful nature and we'll say this is such a better choice for me. But in reality, little do we know that like God has already set aside another place for us. It's a, mm-hmm. away from our sinful nature, and it feels like we should be reverting back to like our homelands, like these rivers in our homelands that we're prideful of, that, that look cleaner, stuff like that. But really, like. God isn't resting there. God is resting somewhere completely different. And if we just listened to what God is telling us, like we're going to learn so much more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God's God's ways are best. And, yeah. You know, I think there's three key things I took away. And uh, number one, I already said it. God's ways are best. And mm-hmm. how you said is like, you know, we may have one plan, and we want to see that through. But mm-hmm. you know, God, you want to be in the lowest place with God than in the highest place without. Him. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. He knows what he needs in order to accomplish his will. Mm -hmm. And number two is God wants our obedience more than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, it it pains him to see, you know, a sinner or a person see God and turn away from him. Mm -hmm. And he just wants us to love him and and all that. And number three is that God can use anything to accomplish his purposes. So here he used Naaman and the the Jordan. Mm -hmm. Like, you see, Naaman was mad about washing in this river in the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just showing that, man, even the, un, like the worst things that you can see, the most unclean people God can use mm-hmm. to further his kingdom, which I, I think is great and that we should all take away from this. Yeah. So I'm going to step away from the Bible story real fast. Can you tell us about how successful you are in sports? Just that like people <laughs> listening can get an idea. I know we're talking about humility, but just like brag for a second. Brag for a second? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, so I, I run a 1086 and the 100 and um i do pole vault as well and so i have my pr is 13 feet in pole vault um i got i believe nine offers now for college level so going into senior year yeah hasn't even started senior year yet yeah. just heads up I, I haven't started senior year yet um mostly division three some nai and two division two mm-hmm. you know um but you know the, the nature of track is that it's individual right it's mm-hmm. not a team sport and so there are times when you're on the track where it's really the best dog who gets gets yeah. the cake. It's like, it's whoever the best is is going to win. And yeah. so a lot of times I feel like track and I guess a lot of individual sports like golf, tennis, and football, you know, you have to have that kind of violent mindset that you are the best in order mm-hmm. to win. And, you know, I've had to really be humble through my journey with God and with athletics because mm-hmm. God can bless you with great athletic abilities, but it really hurts me to see when people really try to brag like it was them that did it all mm-hmm. and it really wasn't like yes i put in the work but it's god gifted me the ability to put in that work yeah so it wasn't exactly me. yeah he gives me breath every morning yeah he opens my eyes when i wake up from a nap or mm-hmm. from the morning and so like i couldn't be where i am without god yeah it's like when Naaman he's the one who washed himself seven times in the river but that doesn't mean he's the one who healed himself God healed him God instilled the healing powers in that river Mm -hmm. washing is a symbol it doesn't actually do anything like Naaman is healed by God and by God alone even if he's the one who technically did the washing Mm -hmm. exactly so I think that one of the most important things I would say with our walks with Jesus is no matter I guess how smart we get 
theologically speaking, mm-hmm. no matter how much we know the Bible, we mm-hmm. need to humble ourselves before God because God knows more than us. Like, oh, yeah. We, like, we may think that you know a lot and got it all figured out, but at least that's what I've thought in the past. It's just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just every time I get a little ego, it just gets bumped down by God. So Yeah. No, I definitely get that. Okay. Any last thoughts for us? Um, any last thoughts? <laughs> Takeaways. Takeaways. I would say that, you know, obedience begins with humility. It's like being mm-hmm. humble. Yeah. And so. Just like how pride, like sin stems from pride. Exactly. And I would say the one thing to take away is just to read God's word, be obedient with his commands, love others. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would say that you can't be Jesus follower if you're not humble. <laughs> very true it's very true and like sometimes i would say as Jesus followers we gotta swallow our pride a little bit when it comes oh, yeah. to reading a lot of like we may read a lot of the bible and think we know a lot but we learn every day mm-hmm. you know? and there's things that you can learn from being in community that you wouldn't normally read in the bible i mean that's not a substitute for not reading the word yeah but there are always opportunities to grow oh yeah yeah and i think it's really interesting like you knew we're pretty involved at our church like there's a part of, like, humbling yourself knowing, like, just because you're involved doesn't make you any better from other people. Because I feel like when you get, like, really, really involved in a church or really involved with people who know the word, you start to think, I'm better than you because I read my Bible more often mm-hmm. or I'm better than you because I pray more often. It's, like, God doesn't ask us to compare. He doesn't exactly. once ask us, like, okay, can you pick out who's the best Christian for me so that I don't have to do any work? That's not what God's asked us mm-hmm. at all. And I think it's so important that, like, we set aside that pride and put in some humility because it's, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it really doesn't who, right. matter who's the best Christian. I did air quotes there. You can't see because it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Drake can see, though. Um, yeah, but it's just, it's interesting, you know? It's interesting to think, like, how much humility really does play a factor into our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. You should go follow my Instagram at in the highs dot in the lows. Um, also follow my podcast on Apple Music or Spotify if you're listening on one of those. If you're listening on Google Podcasts, I'm surprised you knew that I have Google Podcasts. So congrats on that. Um, so go follow. Like um, there will be a giveaway coming on my Instagram soon. So go follow that. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye.